Greetings and welcome, everyone. It's All You Can Geek Gamecast, episode 631. I'm one of your hosts, Jim Gast, joined by Mike Sneedy. And Corey, oh, Corey's not here, so yeah. Tony Corkinakis. Sorry. Hello? Uh, hello? Sorry, Tony. Hello? Um, hello. Hello. Everybody hear me? Is this thing on? Uh, yeah, I apologize. Uh, Corey will be joining us shortly. Uh, you know, father, son, things going on. So let me deal with it. It's bedtime for the kids. That's all, folks. Just bedtime. So uh, welcome to the Gamecast, folks. We have a fun uh, episode. We have a fun night tonight. We have a TV show of the year um, stuff coming up. Uh, we're going to start off with the Gamecast because Corey would obviously going to be joining us. So, uh, But Gamecast this week... Um, Gameplay-wise, I haven't played much, but Mike, I'm excited to talk to you about Midnight Suns because, like, I'm liking what you're posting. I am. Um, I almost want to retroactively change some of my of the year stuff because of this. Yeah. <laughs> this because because uh, if you want me to go into it right now, I'll do it. Um, yeah. yeah. Go ahead. This um this would probably be now my surprise because I never expected to like a game that's a card strategy game. What's crazy was when I first started talking about this game, I first started playing it, I think you could probably see my hesitation to get you into the game. Um, but then as you play it more, I'm like, no, I think Mike totally will dig this game. Like, I don't know what it is. There, there's jank. There's definitely some jankiness. It doesn't. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, but it's it's a fun Marvel game. Like, it's it's fun, right? I might have actually put it third on my list this way yeah. through. Um, That's good. That's cool to hear. I'm, I'm like, yeah. excited. This is like a new world for you, Mike. XCOM on the horizon, right? Well, I mean, a, a lot of what it is for me is still the representation of these characters I know already, which I enjoy. Yeah, um, but the gameplay is not bad, right? No, it's not bad. I, I actually there prefer it to what you do most of the time. I don't yeah. hate the, the guy they spent there's so much dialogue in this game i don't know how like a lot <laughs> and a lot of permutations for all these activities but um yeah I'm, I'm way into it i put a lot of time into it this week um i think i'm about halfway through it which is uh also pretty encouraging because it's, it's not a short game no it's um, a long game yeah i uh i haven't had time to finish it yet so it's but, hard to sort of gauge the length because where, where are you at? Well, the it said part two. I'm like, what part two? I've been playing this for so long, like, yes, and that was that was a, that was two or three. That was only maybe two or so uh, main missions ago. I'm at the point now where I'm uh, doing more of the side stuff because I'm I'm low on the resources needed to buy stuff. Um, yeah, and that okay. might be because I did go up to heroic when it asked. So I'm scraping by with one star on like every mission <laughs> uh, i mean i guess you're gonna keep going i i'm doing it on normal still and enjoying the game see, just as much so see i'm not sure like um what the reward difference is i didn't read it but uh it's better um uh purchasing rewards isn't it like it's that's all it is right if i remember right well there's so i guess i think you get more of the um was it gloss or something for being on a yes. higher difficulty, yep. yeah, but you might not get the extra bonuses from doing well from the other resources. So that that might be where I'm at. That might that's my guess, just based on how much gloss I have versus how much not enough of the other things to upgrade stuff I have. Scraping by with one star on heroic forever, but um, no, it's fun. It's a good representation, I think, of each character. Although everyone is still kind of a little too cheesy. Um, also, like, don't you wish there was just like for some reason just a little more detail? Doesn't it just look a little washed? Like, oh, every, in 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 almost every 
aspect. The um, I I love my hub worlds, and this is a pretty good one. But yeah, it's just like one like order of magnitude, not enough like level of detail to everything. That's that's what I've been saying. Like I can't wait for like <laughs> this game gets a sequel. Like I just know that they could really make that polish better, and I'm just like that's what I want. You know? You, yeah, you got the environment is interesting. There's just just not quite enough stuff in it. It's everything's a little too spread out or a little too flat and yeah. you have your nooks and crannies here and there that oh that's it's an interesting to like look around in the library but it's not quite like you don't get that feeling that you get quite when exploring places in like i don't know like bioshock or arkham stuff like that where everything seems very dense and like there's a easter egg in every corner it's not quite there but um and also yes graphically it's it's janky and i, I mentioned it on the playstation 5 with the current update, I guess. I guess this wasn't always the case, but a main character, caretaker, uh, has a consistent graphical error on her face, like, all the time. She has, um, there's, like, some black rectangle, like, I don't know, glyphs yeah, that, that appear that yeah. appear every now and then, like, by her eyelash. And it's all the time, because I guess that every cutscene is in-engine, which is, is nice, I guess, but... Yeah, so, th so it's pretty janky, and... It's also strange to me that every uh, all the um, you know friendship building it definitely seems like you're trying to fuck everybody, but you yeah, never yeah. but you never no, but, do. Marvel's like you can't, no 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 no. <laughs> you you can't you can't actually like couple up with any of them, but you can like go swimming in the grotto there's, one on one with one there, of them. There's you a can, lot of uh, Ms. Marvel or Captain Marvel, um, not Ms. Marvel, Captain Marvel uh, interactions I have where I was like. Uh, yeah, dude, we're, she's definitely coming on to me. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel like I'm, I'm like trying to date Colossus's sister. What's her name? Uh, yeah, magic and yeah. magic and yeah, Ileana. Yeah. That's right from the show. Ileana. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you remember that? Um, oh yeah. But yeah, it's lots of characters. They um, I don't know how many are more coming, but now I like this game enough. I'm gonna actually pay attention to like the dlc stuff that's supposedly happening so cool I, i'm like i'm like excited that you like that game i don't Real know surprise. what it is because it's because yeah. it, like like i said when i first started i'm like there's no way and then i'm like as i'm playing it the charm of the universe just keeps paying off and i'm like i just love the collection of heroes it's like it, it kind of feels like ultimate alliance what ultimate alliance first did right like yeah. when they first did that it was well, like that was yeah, the, yeah. yeah. and that's yeah. why i was really highlighting yeah. and it's it's ironic because i think out of all of them, i was the one that was the most excited about this because I love yeah. XCOM. I, love uh, and I, was, I was super down on it being. I'm like, oh. Well, I mean, I'm an but, XCOM. Yeah, fan. That's, that's fair. It's just, yeah. It's just it was unfortunate timing that it got you know delayed till uh, you know the end of this year in the uh, year end rush. Um, yeah. I do plan on picking it up, but like I was really happy getting the reviews um, and seeing like feedback and then hearing from you guys. So that's really yeah. you know, awesome to see. Because like the thing is like this is what I love when the companies do something that's a bit you know atypical. Because I mean like. You know, on a bingo card, like, would anybody guess, oh, um, Marvel's going to collab with the XCOM developer to, to do a card battle or RPG. Nobody would have guessed that. Like, nice. It doesn't take, you know, like, whereas, like, oh, somebody going to try to do a third-person action game based on, you know, fill-in-the-blank. And it's like, yeah, yeah, you'd probably get that it's, one. It's like, that. that's one of those dark boards, like the throw. Yeah. Okay, so it's going to be a Marvel game uh rpg oh and then X uh, oh god yeah. uh, ca card battler oh, yeah it's like sure that's all i got um, and, and i made note of the fact that uh when i play yakuza like a dragon i'm like 
playing that, you're like, oh, this still might be better as an action game because, like, I can picture it and see it, and yeah. you know what you're doing is not that unsimilar from the heat uh, heat actions you gain in, in like the brawler game version. But here, like, I think this justifies it enough for what it is. I'm like, I can't quite picture like this game not being what it is, sort of the way it because it's you know it's fully that. So. Like, yeah. I don't know if this would feel the same or work the same if you really would just, like, go and brawl with everyone. Like, the team aspect would be there. I think it would, think it would be, be incredibly there. repetitive. Yeah. Yeah, you would need to really mess things around. So I think this yeah. is a, yeah, it's really cool. It's um definitely got me into something like this more than I ever thought I would be. And uh, we'll see how it goes. The story does get better. <laughs> the actual plot is pretty good the individual writing for like you know the voices like the and dialogue, dialogue is, yes. is not is not great but uh no. the yeah. overarching plot is decent but, so but like, i'm just they had a budget for like a, a very constrained budget for this well, you know? i mean listen i mean we look at the forespoken conversations we're having now about the dialogue in that game i heard the dialogue is so cringy in that game um so maybe it is just like a batch of writing for us that we're not used to like Different generation, maybe? I don't maybe. even know. Oh, I also find it odd that they, they're afraid to have alcohol in this game. Yeah. They're, they're, they have a bar, and they're talking about getting root beer. Like, I'm like, Marvel, really? You, like, you, you got to keep it. You, know, you, can't, you can't throw the booze in there. Marvel so. can have... I mean, Wolverine's there ordering a fucking root beer. It's stupid, but whatever. Yeah. Other than that, I'm, I love it. So yeah. we'll see cool. how it goes. We'll keep going with it. All right. Uh, Tony? Uh, so yeah, uh, kind of along the same spectrum. I picked up the uh, Fire Emblem Engage. Nice. That came out on Friday. Yeah. And uh, I only played. I'm only two chapters in, so um, you know, obviously that's not really much the grand scheme of things. Um, but I'm conflicted because like the presentation is so good. Like even compared to Three Houses, which I thought was pretty good for a Fire Emblem yeah. game. Yeah. This is even better. Like the character models, like everything. Just like you look at that and you're like, damn, this looks really fucking good. Cool. Like. Very, very good. Like, probably one of the best-looking tactics-type games ever. Wow. Um, it's very fluid. All the animations are really nice. Uh, rather than you get, like... You, you know, had a little jank every every now and then with the, ever since I switched to 3D and stuff like that. But, man, the story starts out so cringe. Like, mm. just in terms of, like... Like, you have this, like, flashback or, like, premonition of, like you know, the final battle or whatever like that, and then all of a sudden your character wakes up from, like, a dream being woken up by these, like, twin kids, and they're like, oh, it's the Divine Dragon, they're finally awake. You're like, what the fuck? Like, okay, hmm. so it's very jarring. It's like, oh, and of course, because they've been asleep for a thousand years because of a wound, um, you know, your player character loses their memories. So Sounds it's kind of, like, tropey. I'm just like, seems oh, this is Midnight Suns. A Sons. little similar to Midnight Suns. Right? It's yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. It's like, wait, what? And I was just like, okay. Uh, so it just starts out a little cringy because, like, like you just have basically three characters hero worshiping you right off the bat. Like right off the bat, they're just hero worshiping you. They're like, oh my god, I can't believe I'm even talking to you. I'm like, oh man, like this is awkward. Like, feels a little cringe, you know? I'm just like, ah, oh, like, even, like I, I like feeling like a badass. I don't want to be worshipped, literally, you know. So it's plot like, twist here. Plot twist. All three of them are the villains of this episode story, <laughs> and they're just messing with you. <laughs> that would be hilarious. I would actually give them so much props for that. Um, but yeah, this the story just has been a little cringe so far, which is kind of unfortunate because I, I love three houses, uh, yeah, more like political, 
you know, um, three-way conflict kind of thing and stuff like that. But again, it's early. Who knows? It's always Fire Emblem. Uh, very subject to change. Um, but overall, you know, going to have fun. And uh, I'm going on the hardest difficulty, which I unlock right off the bat. You don't have to, you don't have to go through the game uh, one time to unlock it, which I think previous ones you had to, which is always crazy to me. It's like, bro, I'm, I'm experienced. I play these other games. Just give me the hard difficulty right off the bat. Or called maddening in this stuff like that. So, uh, just a couple cool. chapters in that, and gonna dig some more into it this week. All right, cool. Um, yeah, I uh, think we should get into the the news a little bit here, right? I mean, we're still we're Corey's still running a little late. That's okay. It's okay. I was gonna say I was trying to see if we could come back in right when we needed him on this comment part where he's what he's up to, but uh, I'm gonna go for Corey here. He's playing more Xenoblade Chronicles Three. Uh, still <laughs> slogging along. And uh, there we go. I went for Corey. No, I, I I bet he hasn't even played anything this week, but we'll see. Probably not. It's yeah. I mean, there's also been a football week too, so we got some playoff stuff. You know, it was it was it's a busy weekend. Um, all right, let me get this opened here. Let's go into some game news though. So we had a couple things come out. Now, obviously, last week we had the massive layoffs from Microsoft, uh, which we didn't talk on the pod. I'm sorry, I got my overlay just popped up on the screen sorry everybody um we didn't talk about the um the layoffs microsoft we did i think but it was like the week was it the week before did we even talk no. about it? no so they laid off ten thousand employees and i thought uh look i put riot games on here as the news as well but it, this is more of a and obviously microsoft's grander scale but this is a problem in the industry there's a massive issue going on right now with uh it consolidating right i mean that's really what it is mike's just had enough of it He's gone. So, um, I mean, that's that's really what the issue is. I mean, right? I mean, we're Tony. Yeah, I mean, so problem is twofold. You know, it's um, from a tech industry. Um, all these companies, because it wasn't just Microsoft. It was Google. It was Amazon. Google did it. Twelve thousand employees from Google. Yeah. There's a bunch in the industry, not just like, I yeah. mean, there was a post, somebody posted like the problem with these amount of layoffs when it's happening right now is there's no way there's enough jobs to refill all these, these positions. I mean, it's just, it's it ridiculous because there's just so much in the industry. Yeah. I mean, it, you know, so like overall, just for IT stuff in general, it's just these companies overhired for the COVID years. And then all of a sudden they're like, oh, well, what's the easiest way to get back into uh, profitability or I mean, I don't really want to say profitability because all these companies are still profitable. It's just how can they make the numbers look better uh, to investors? Because, you know, the stocks all around are down because of looming inflation. recession or whatever you want to call yeah. whatever we want to talk about, you know, economic, you know, macroeconomic sure. factors, stuff like that. Cutting jobs is always just the easiest, cleanest way to just be like, oh, look, we're going to have lots of, uh, you know, savings for next year and stuff like that. So, it obviously sucks, but with Microsoft, well, think, yeah, Microsoft in particular, yes, go on. That's what I'm saying. Go on. Microsoft in particular, you know, they have the gaming aspect of it. You know, Google shut down Stadia, so you know their whole gaming thing is down. Sure. Uh, Amazon does still have Amazon Games. I think they were hit to some degree, but it wasn't as widespread as. I haven't heard anything. I, I would be hard pressed to see Amazon like not lay off people from their gaming division. But with Microsoft, it was very significant across the board. Uh, because it impacted heavily 343 Industries and um, Bethesda Games and uh, just, uh, what's the parent company? Uh, Z... Zenimax, is that it? Yeah, Zenimax, whatever it is. Like their parent company. um, With, you know, fairly significant layoffs. And I mean, 
what from what people have said online that were former employees are indicating it could be like anywhere from like 20 to 50 percent of 343 industries it's hard to gauge like it just people are just saying like it's very very large uh there i mean the the thing i have the questions i have for that many employees at 343 is like how long have they been employed there don't they have that limit of employment like like how, how long have they been employed there oh that's con you're talking about contractors so that's con okay that's a separate thing entirely yeah because i thought I they mean, were the all people, kind of like that in three, three, but no uh no you've had people that have been there for i mean you know since the, the higher ups sure i thought the higher ups were like that but when you're doing like with just no it's only know, contractors that are okay. 18 month stints and the thing is, like, you even had posters that were like, or uh, employees that were in like the art industry, like the art department. Oh, I still like post that. And yeah. it's like, you know, I, I know it could get played when you think about games and, you know, looking at all as a developer, but like, you know, you, when you think of like an artist and like, they could, it could range from concept art to, you know, storyboarding to, you know, making the models and the textures and stuff like that. They have nothing to do with the actual programming of the game. They have nothing to do with the networking of the game. You know, the game, like the moment-to-moment -moment gameplay, if that was shit, you know, they have nothing to do with that. They were like, here's the assets. Like, <laughs> Yeah, they drew the, the hand on the screen. Right. Yeah, and yeah, it's yeah. like, so, you know, they do those assets, and, you know, they're waiting on that team to do whatever work they are. And, you know, <laughs> they got to either work on the next thing, or they just, you know, kind of are waiting around. Um, so for them to get cut, kind of, like, you know, what really sucks is like, well, did they have any impact on Halo Infinite being a, a poor games as a service, you know, game? No, absolutely not. No. But they're, you know, being punished for it and stuff like that. And, yeah. you know, I mean, just opening up the can of worms even bigger. Like, I just think this is, I think this is a really bad look on Microsoft's part, you know, to, especially. Well, especially you when know, you're doing a, an acquisition of the size. Right, you're trying doing to do a, yeah. an acquisition uh, to not be like, you know, is this good or bad? I mean, absolutely, I'm still on the side of this is really bad for the industry. And yeah, I, I mean, the thing is, and I always say this, every time we talk about these mass layoffs, like, especially in the gaming, because there's not that many gaming jobs out there. There really aren't. Yeah. Um, so when you have these huge, you know, studio-wide, you know, layoffs, there's going to be people that will leave the game industry. It will absolutely just leave the game industry because we talked about it so many times. There's there's crunch involved. The pay isn't as good as, you know, you yeah. know your private sectors and stuff like that. And the the work life balance is so much better. So why why if you're a skilled person, you you, you could make AAA quality games? Why would you subject yourself to be like you know what? Yeah, let me go to another studio and you know give my soul you know have my soul sucked out for one game you know over the next five years? No, they're yeah. they're gonna leave. Yeah. And that's why you see you know I'm not picking on any particular studio, but you but you see like um with like Rocksteady, you know it's been almost a decade since Arkham Knight. And I've talked yeah. about it every single time that they had like lead development openings on their website for years, for years. You can't get that talent that easily. So like when these people leave, there's nobody behind to pick up that hat, you know? Yeah. yeah. Nobody just, even wants to at that point. Right. Too. Nobody wants to. Yeah. So, so it's just bad overall. No, it is. I mean, Microsoft also uh, had a bad quarter. Was it a bad quarter you just posted on there in the, in the chat before? Yeah. With their so I mean... What was the numbers on this? Let me. I'm trying to. I'm way ahead. I'm on the wrong spot. So, Xbox uh, hardware is down 13% early in the in this gen already from this this year. I mean, right? Mm -hmm. So it's declining. 13% um, is a hell of a drop already to have, but uh, especially now that um, there's more abundance, like they're out. You can see them now. You know, they're on the shelves. Like you can get them. Uh, so 
it's kind of not a good start of the year for them. Um, gaming revenue declined 13% in three months ending in December. Uh, implies, let's see, 4.74 billion quarterly Xbox sales, the lowest since fiscal year 2020, quarter two. Uh, Xbox content and services down 12% is in line with estimates. Um, and again, overall, the you know their gaming revenue and hardware are down 13%. So um, I guess they were expecting this, but then um, I, I just I'm I'm surprised by that much of a decline. So. I guess it, I, I don't know. I, I thought with the abundance on the shelves that you would be able to, you would see a little bit of a boost from all this now that you can actually get them. I mean, you would think so, right? Because that's what happened with PlayStation. You know, yeah. They, yeah. they had a very good, you know, year uh, as soon as they could, you know, produce turn out those, those PS5s. Yeah. But with Microsoft, and, and you know, I, I don't want to sound like I'm picking them, but I am because that's the reality of the situation. This goes back to the conversations we've had in the past couple months. With just the problems that their ecosystem has had, um, going a whole year without you know a triple A, triple A game, and you know me, like I'm not going to be like triple A games are the end all be all because I love my indie games, I love the double A games, you know, I love the jank stuff. But when you are a first party publisher and you are trying to sell hardware and you're trying to sell Game Pass subscriptions and you don't put up triple A games to help sell that service to sell sell that hardware, this is what happens. Like, this yeah. is absolutely what happens. I mean, and this is crazy. This is Xbox's second year to yeah. to go down, to go down in your second year. That's really bad. Well, I mean, I mean, you're also, I mean, like you said, you're, you're you're also dealing with a lack of content on Microsoft's side. It's just like we've we've joked about it over and over again on this podcast. But the reality of the situation is they don't have anything. There's no sales pitch. There's like, what do you have? Game Pass. Play all these games we have. Yeah, that's a good sales pitch. But you're up against games like. God of War. You're up against games like Horizon. All last year, you're seeing these advertisements of these epic games from Sony, uh, and you're not getting anything like that. Even like just just the just a layman customer on the watching the TV, you're not getting anything like that from Microsoft because there's nothing to advertise for. It's just Game Pass. That's it. You know, and if they show Halo, like who gives a shit about Halo? Nobody gives a shit about Halo anymore. Um, so like they have dropped this ball. This is the culmination of of the last decade from them. That's just been. It's it's just they're just coasting and you can't coast any longer. We've said this how many times? I think that I think a lot of it has to do with that. Um, the layoffs, not. I mean, the layoffs. They're still doing great financially. Uh, they're able to buy companies that they want to buy because they have such a bankroll of, of money. Um, you know, so and, and and we don't know the terms of the layoffs. Maybe there's a severance package people have gotten. I know that people have posted that they still really enjoyed their time at Microsoft. There's a lot of nice PR from people that were let it go. Not a lot of people. Not everybody, but. You know, there are some. Um, but also then, like, just jumping back to that side of things, I, I also hated Phil's response to it. Like you said, like, was it a Friday afternoon? Uh, a a cookie-cutter uh, press release, essentially, is what he did? I mean, um, it, it didn't even sound like it. just it wasn't like, oh, I guess I should, yeah. It's like, oh, I guess I should say something to... Yeah, the it's like somebody in his staff did their job and said, like, listen, here's... I made this up for you. Just release this. You know, this will make this is somebody needs to say something. Right. That's what that's what it sounds like is what happened. So, um, yeah. Anyways, uh, let's see other news. Oh, let's go back to Sony side of things here. Last of Us. Uh, UK chart sales jumped two hundred and thirty eight percent after the TV show launch. Um, I mean, Fire Emblem Engage second biggest launch in the series for for in the UK. There's some good numbers here for UK. Mm-hmm. Uh, but. 
that last of us bump from the show is i, I it's crazy it's this game nice. dangerously getting close to gta 5 here people no i'm just kidding uh, those bastards had to make sure there was a premium priced version of the first game out it, right now. they knew what they were they knew what they were doing <laughs> get it yeah, out there get it they're timing the pc release to uh, to release I mean, look, at, look at our friend right Bill for the finale. Yeah, yeah Bill on on our your friend Bill on there is like got to play the game, but um, it's so hyped from the show, and uh, it, it's a great show for those wondering. Even though this is the game cast, I will say that I'm very impressed, very impressed with that show. Uh, and and man, gaming media into the like this like TV and, and movies right now. This is, the, this is the time, man. This is this is the good days. I mean, this is great. The golden age. Is this the golden age? Can we say that yet? I mean, I, mean, I don't know. I think I think we're all going to see that now because it's crazy. You know, uh, ever since the comic book movie, you know, industry really boomed, and you know, we could point to Spider Man and X Men. Even though I know, you know, there were Batman movies, Superman movies before that, and so like that. I, I I point to those as being the ones that really kicked off the sure yeah and the current yeah. era of you know superhero movies being a, a big blockbuster. But I I think we are going to see. Um, you know, a lot of companies go to video games again to, to call. You, we that was on your bold predictions, I believe, right? Yeah, I think it yeah. was. So yeah, because I mean, like you know, things people have tried, you know, and I don't want to like discredit any anything beforehand, but like you know, Tomb Raider, I think was mildly, moderately successful, right? The Tomb Raider I, movies. Were, I listen. If it wasn't called Tomb Raider, no, not the, I was going to say the newest one. I enjoyed like crazy, but it just I wish it wasn't called Tomb Raider. Like it would have been fine as a movie, just as an adventure character, but. Uh, so the game, the movie was fine. It was the ties in with the game it was trying to do that just mm-hmm. wasn't executed properly. That's all. right. Um, but like, I mean, if if like if Mario is like the movie that I'm hoping it is, I'm I hope it's great. I hope it's fantastic. If mm-hmm. it if it hits, if it hits, like this is this is the golden age of of this, it has to be right. I mean, there's nothing like you're hitting it now. This is finally it. We finally figured out how to bring video games to the screen. Like I think that's it, right? I'm sure there's going to be some misses still going forward. And there's still some superhero movies that miss, but overall, the curse is dead at this point. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, like, what do I want to say here? Um, a lot of this reflects the budget, and you know, I'm, I'm not taking away anything from Lasso because I haven't watched it. Uh, it's fantastic, that. but yes, gotcha. but I mean, yeah, everything is points good, but like at the same time, they spent like a hundred million dollars every episode, like that. Yeah. Oh, that is crazy money. I don't know how you make that back, really. I mean, you're not selling that many copies of Last of Us. Like, I'm sorry. I just, I, I don't know how that works out. It, the, I'm not the math guy. Like, video games is one thing, but like when you're like video game adaptation with HBO Max, like, I don't know how that, how well, that HBO comes out. A, well, I will tell you right now the way how much I am enjoying this series, I will have to subscribe more. I have a trial subscription going for like till February. I'm only paying like two bucks a month, but it's going to be over in March and they're going to get me for that month. They're going to get mm-hmm. me. So they got that's a little bit there. So <laughs> they got your fifteen dollars, fifteen yeah. bucks for that month. I mean, I'm paying two dollars right now, but right. Uh, I'm feeling like I'm I'm stealing from them at this price. Right. This, but I mean, like I'm just saying, like you know, uh, if Capcom could convince HBO to give them a hundred million dollars for every episode, I'm sure they could do a fantastic Evil. Oh yeah, compared oh, yeah. to like that Netflix Anything, piece yeah, of shit. Absolutely, you know? yeah. and it just all comes down to budget, you know, and. Um, it does good for them it's, yeah. i'm looking forward to that yeah but all right let's flip on back to other stuff here uh worser news crystal dynamics is it worse news i don't know crystal dynamics is finally stopping support for the uh avengers game um so no more active development sorry not support active development they will support the game going forward for like patch fix bug fixes and stuff like that but uh content wise they are wrapping it up um 
in yeah. hot anticipation of an, a sequel here? Is that what we're thinking? I doubt that. No, um, no way. No, but also, it's funny. So I don't think you'll be able to buy the game at all anymore. And it's being the funny. Yeah. And uh, but all of the cosmetics that were so high priced, like I think the game didn't they open them up? free. I think yeah, they already opened gonna... them up. Yeah. Did they do that already? I think or are they, they going did. to? Or am I mixing uh, that up with the Stadia news? Did Stadia do that at the end? They just un- they unlocked everything to play? Is that what I'm mixing it up with? I think that I know they're going to do that, but I don't know if they're doing it right away or that'll okay. be what's happening once it's fully de- delisted. I feel it. like it's, they said something about September, I guess, is when. I don't know. But, um, but no, you're not getting a refund if you bought any of that, unfortunately. <laughs> so Nope. Uh, nope. I mean, I, I kind of have mixed feelings about this. The game could have been good. It wasn't. It wasn't the worst thing that's ever happened. But you know, it just it's just a shitty live service thing. It just yeah. didn't quite work. And and most most of them don't that I know of. I mean, again, Destiny Two seems like the only is- live service game that got it and was sustainable. But, you know, this is the game why I thought Midnight Suns was just not going to be a good game. I don't know what – like Avengers just killed well, that yeah. hype for me. And, and Guardians I mean, of the Galaxy was fun though. Like that's the thing. Yeah. Like, that was a fun game. So. Yeah, unfortunately no one no one really played that either aside yeah. from us. But so. <laughs> uh, yeah, whatever. It's a shame I guess. <laughs> yep. Uh, so all right. Um, that's pretty much it uh, oh. for the news. Is Chloe well, we got the, well, we got the Xbox show tomorrow. Oh, that's right. The developer conference is coming up tomorrow. Well, that's what I was looking to. Because, June I mean, 25th. That's right. I wanted to get I'm a sorry, I missed it. Yeah. I, I missed know. it, by yes. the time, Yeah, by the I time apologize. you listen to this, everybody, the Xbox show will have been aired, stuff like that. Um, but, so maybe everything we said No, it's still wrong. right. No, it's still right. Mm-hmm. It's just they, you can't fix what they've done these past few years in, in, a, in a developer well, conference. Again, they, we, we've talked about before, they're not necessarily trying to sell consoles, they're selling Game Pass, so... Oh, yeah, that's, what, what, that's, they what they're, that's but, Right, but that's the thing, they've missed, they've missed their Game Pass targets. I mean, the executives lost bonuses over, over the Game Pass not meeting targets. I think we reported that back in three months ago or so, stuff like that, and yeah. even Fell said that they believe they've reached the majority of the people they're going to reach on that install base, and that's why they want to get on systems like PlayStation and Switch so they can sell Game Pass <laughs> subscribers to the uninstall base. Because again, like it just goes hand in hand. If you have 100 million Xboxes versus 200 million Xboxes, you're going to be able to sell Game Pass on a higher Game install market. base. Yeah. So at some point, yes, it does matter to a degree on how many Xboxes they sell. Uh, oh, yeah. Because without this, without selling those Xboxes, Game Pass doesn't exist. Game Pass does not work. It just doesn't. No. The math would never work out, and no. I still, I still am ninety nine nine, like ninety nine point nine 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 percent sure. Soon, two things: Starfield absolutely getting delayed the second half of this year. I would be shocked if we didn't hear that tomorrow, or by the time you <laughs> listen to this. And then, oh, second boy. thing: Game Pass prices will go up, like almost around exactly when Starfield launches. Did they announce that tomorrow? No, no, no. They will say it. They don't want to ruin a show with that. That would be okay. <laughs> that would be just a kick in the dick, I think, for most people. So yeah, what are we expecting tomorrow? Anything? Any surprises? Besides, maybe they won't delay that game tomorrow at the conference. They will. They'll wait. This is going to be a positive conference for them. What they're going to release. So we'll get a Forza Horizon or not Horizon Forza proper, um, and then uh, I don't know Fable. 
Do we get Fable? No. Give me Fable, please. I heard I heard Fable. The things I've heard on the rumor mill is that Fable had to get relaunched or rebooted or like that. I've heard too. Same thing with Perfect Dark. Like it just it's just a shit show, man. Like I mean, I would love to see a new Fable. I would love and with gameplay, not like a CG trail. Because I mean, we got the CG trail like what three years ago? Yeah. At this point or something. Hey, look, we're making this. But yeah. Doesn't it's just actually so exist. Bad, dude. Like, I just don't understand like how you could be a Microsoft fan at this yeah. point and not be disappointed. No, I know. I am one of those people. I am one of those people, and I am disappointed. I think I've made that abundantly clear in the last few episodes of this podcast, actually. So I think um, it'll be interesting to see what happens tomorrow. I'm, lo- I'm looking forward to the uh, Gamecast next week. Um, so we were going to do Anticipated, um, but I think due to this, we might have to wait a week, and we'll do Most Anticipated after that. You know, we'll see. We'll talk about it. Uh, but all right, uh, I think that's going to wrap up this episode of the Gamecast. Though we have again the TV shows of the year coming up in the MovieCast episode, so stay tuned for that. We did we did flip it today, so if you're watching this on Twitch, welcome. Uh, we'll be back on shortly with the, with the MovieCast coming up. Um, and uh, you know, please join us. And if you missed this, if you missed this, please watch this over on YouTube. Hit that subscribe button, smash it, the like button, leave us comments. Comments are great. We'd love to hear from you guys. Uh, on either channel, Twitch or YouTube. So feel free to do so. That's going to wrap it up, guys, for this uh, episode. Thanks for tuning in.